Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. And James, we had a time in North Carolina this past weekend. Yes, sir. It was a it was dang sure an adventure, wasn't it? It was. It was a long drive out there and a long drive back and met some of the nicest people in the industry out there. They just yep. uh, the whole thing went over really smooth. You had some great help out there, and Richard done a bang-up job at them scales. I don't think anybody could have done it any better. He made sure everything was done the way it needed to be done, and I commend him for a job well done. Yep. He, 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 loves, he loves the tournament fishing, and he's uh, he's heard enough weigh-ins and watched them guys run it, and they run a tight ship at Southeastern. So that's where he gets a lot of that from, and kudos yeah. to him. I couldn't do it without him. Yeah, he done a, a great job. I got one announcement, but before we get started, Brad Beck sent me in the results for the Indiana Catfish Association tournaments held over the weekend. John Carn and Travis Sherman, 52.9 was the winners. Uh, Corey Peterson, Jeff Mitchner, and Logan Johnson, 51 pounds for second place, Ron Streeter, George Lamaster for 50.15 pounds for third. Fourth place was David Lockridge, Doug Parkinson, 50.5 pounds. Man, that's some close weights. Most all channel cat now. Fifth place was Chris, Jessica, Gage, DeBus with 47.15 pounds. And the big fish was a 15-pound channel cat. Uh, by Justin Newley and Tim Messersmith. Uh, we want to remind everybody we're glad to make announcements for you guys, whether you have an upcoming event or whether you have results that you would like us to um, tell people about, but you have to send them to us because we can't go in and look them all up all the time. That's what we just spend so much time. We tried to do that, and it just doesn't work out. But if you guys will just send them in to us, we'll be glad to make those announcements and get things going now. Now, James, uh, we were supposed to have Junior Proctor on here tonight. And uh, about 30 minutes before the show started, or 45, he called me, and he has a family member that they were taken to the ambulance in the hospital. And uh, please keep Junior and his family in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, we will reschedule him and get him back on here. But we're pretty fortunate to have Chad and Dee on here the second place finishers at the tournament this past weekend. Yeah, Junior's in chat right now. Well, good. Uh, he we said, just, sorry, guys. Hey, we'll, we'll get him back in here, and you guys can – we can talk tournament fishing with him. We can talk about how he thought everything went out there, and we can talk about planer boards. And and uh, my question was going to be for Junior, is that red, white, and blue one's going to be a uh, – uh, thing that he's going to come out with, or is that just a theme for you guys? Because man, them was them two implanter boards was cool. Yep, I like the way it looked at them. Yep, they was very nice. I might have to put a I might have to put a halt on them just for the tournament because <laughs> <laughs> them things were pretty. I like them. It was very nice. They're very nice. But just uh, remember, Junior had a little something yep. go on tonight, or he would have been here with us. But in the meantime, uh, Chad and D. Uh, had a, a dandy day Saturday. Uh, it it started, me, out, started out with a bang and kept banging, didn't it? She let me net some good fish, Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it takes a, it takes a team, and if, you get, it if, if it's your day to net, then it's your day to net. If it's your day to catch, it's your day to catch. Sometimes it works out where everybody catches the nets, and some days it don't, and you just yeah. as a team, you got to be able to play the game however the cards are dealt to you. And and that's Thank what we've you. done. We've learned we've learned the teamwork part of it of, of what we're doing. So that the only rule we have is he's not allowed to reel in the first fish because every <laughs> time we fish him, he does. That's the only fish we catch. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing that either. <laughs> It just so happened that for the tournament, the first fish was the 40-pound blue, so. Wow. Sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Them flatheads was all great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That great. flathead bite was on. There's yes. a lot of flatheads oh, weighed in. I, was, I couldn't believe how many flatheads were, were weighed in uh, during that tournament. And all pretty good size ones. 
Yep, that that's a major amount of things going on, and and some great fish, um, absolutely great fish, weighed in. Yeah, really. I'll was. tell you, when I went down through there making up the list, Law, there was a lot of weights that was within tenths of a pound of each other. A lot. Yeah, I'm talking about. One of them was just one-tenth, and some of them like three-tenths. Uh, there was a lot of close first, second, well, not first, well, first and second, there was a couple pounds difference. Yeah, gun it. Hold up. Yeah, 2.7 pounds. Mr. Matthew yeah. Anthony took it by. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but all, when you got on down, then that's when it started getting real close, and I thought, man, that's crazy. Like uh, Kevin and Robbie – and Richard and them, they was 57.15 and 57.10. Oh, yeah. That's, that's way close. But you know, one of the things that got me most of all was trying to determine who had the biggest smile out of all the people fishing. D had to be in the top two or three. Yeah. So did Robin. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie was. Yeah, Robbie was, was very and happy. Gabby. Yeah, and Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. She she <laughs> could. Robbie uh, held got his fish and held it up. It was a chore for him to get it up there because he's not yeah. a very big. Gabby, she just had to sit down and bear hug hers. <laughs> <laughs> but man, there's nothing any greater than to see them kids pull that off. And and Kevin, I watched the video that Robbie put up. I haven't watched Kevin's yet. But they had a blast on there, and uh, he was shaking. Had told me that he was so thankful that that uh, fishing with the squirrel was in that boat with them. He said they they had a great time and and made sure that he had a good time. That's what you do with kids. I mean, that yes. is making it, getting yeah. it done, and getting it done right. Exactly. So, and I know that Gabby had caught fish all week, so oh, she dropped yeah. her week off. Yeah, she yeah. had a what a she got a thirty-seven pound flathead, and yep. uh, yesterday before they left, he did he just got home about four hours ago. Justin did with Gabby, but yesterday they got Richard. They went out head hunting, throwing big baits, nothing but head hunting. Couldn't get on them, and he run across a pile of those perch, and he got them all stirred up. And Gabby was catching two and three at a time. She caught one big channel cat and two perch at the same time. And just said, each time he turned around and grabbed another rod, she done put 30 in the live well. <laughs> 30 of those perches. They, when you get them stirred up like that, you can catch them six and seven at a time on sabikis. Well, it's crazy. Well, fishery out there, James. I'll, I'll tell you that. It's a great one. Of course, it's always a pleasure for me to get to sit and visit with Dieter a little bit. Uh, it didn't last very long because everybody was so busy and he was doing a little bit of filming. I couldn't believe how big Grayson's got. Uh, yeah, I know he's bigger than I am. I mean, it's just amazing to see these kids grow up. Thank you, Mr. Gadget. But uh, yeah, it, it was a great tournament and a great time. And uh, I think that you got big things to come. Now, I know that you're going to tell everybody about the winners and have a bunch of, of guests and stuff go on uh, on Wednesday night. And that's awesome. Uh, would you like to tell everybody how much money was raised just Saturday? Just Saturday alone, we raised $7,060. That's what went in the bank today for Camp Centurion. That is awesome. Man, that is that's unbelievable. I, I have never seen any more generous people than was at that tournament. Not only did they pay their entry fees, they would throw in extra money. Sometimes it was $5. Sometimes it was $20. Sometimes it was $50. Sometimes it was $100. And then they come back and give another $100. I, yep. I've never seen such generosity out of people, and they knew why it needed to be done. And it yes, made sir. it happen. It was very, Lyle, that was probably one of the most humbling things that I've ever done in my life to see Americans stand up for our soldiers. That's right. Both active and non-active. Our soldiers need help. We teach them how to, to go out and defend us, but sometimes we they need a little help 
how to come back home and be civilians. Mm-hmm. And that's what Camp Centurion's all about, is to get these guys back out into life where they can function, go get jobs, and live the way that they was living before they signed them on that dotted line. Uh, well, I can't give you the first first little bit. First place went to Matthew Anthony Glenn Sue with 79.30 pounds. Miss D and Chad was second place with 60, I mean, 76.60 pounds. And third place went to Jack Bryson and Matthew Goodale with 73.60. And James, you didn't just say Miss D. D, whose trophies have? You're just a boat driver and a net man, wasn't you? She held this thing for 10 hours on the way home. You done rubbed the bronze off of it? Yeah. yeah. She's, every once in a while, she'd look over and say, hey. <laughs> Who's, whose trophy is it, D? Ours. Oh. I couldn't Who, do you tell me it was the other day? Saturday was mine. <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't around, it was hers. Oh, boy. You guys, was a, you had a great time. You know, some of the, the things that happened uh, maybe at um, uh, the dinner, we had a we had a plan, Chad. Um, you give me the address to the motel you were staying at. <laughs> and I give it to Cindy, and she got us a room, assuming at the same place. But there happens uh-huh. to be two different motels with the same name in two different cities out there. Both so by the was in one city, and we was in another city. But we got to get together and eat dinner, and and we got to eat with the uh, one ton boys, and that was pretty cool in itself. And of course, Kevin was out there, and I, I don't remember who else. Uh, uh, was there, Chris yep. and. Um, Chrissy and Ernie Brown and, and LG Bass was, was there. there. Yeah, and, Aaron uh, from Catfish Regulators. Yep. So you know we had a we had a good time uh, and pretty good food. And you got to have smorgasbord when you got that many of you. <laughs> and we had two of them. Yeah. Yes. One Friday, one Saturday, and they was both delicious. Now, so, what hotel did you stay in? Like what town? Belmont. Um, no, that don't sound right. They was in I Charlotte. I didn't say the right one. They wasn't in Charlotte. Was you wasn't in Charlotte? Was you? You was in Charlotte. Well, I was this uh, closer to the lake than that. That would yeah. be Belmont. Well, okay, maybe that's where it was at. Yeah, we we were in uh, um, off Tyvola. Right. You know this is the exact address that I sent Lyle, but he he looked up a different one because he wanted to stay somewhere else. Not not really, but it worked out that way because. So I've told you guys before, some of the most fun you can have at tournaments is in the parking lot when everybody's out there hee-hawing around and telling lies and stories, some truths, not not near as many as should be probably, but um, that's some of the most fun that you can have in a in a tournament situation is in the parking lot. But where we was at, it would have been awful hard. When we thought we was at the same motel, I was actually saving you a place to put your boat because there wasn't a, a parking spot there where you could park your boat mm-hmm. and hook up to electricity. You're going to have to separate them. There just wasn't no room. And I hope where you was at had better parking situation than this. That's one of the things. When they build these motels, they do not build them for fishing tournaments. No. They don't have electrical outlets. They don't have long parking areas. Um, they don't buy extra property because it's so expensive to make a parking lot for big trucks and boats and trailers and stuff like that. So you kind of got to finagle. And usually what you do is everybody's helping everybody else back into a parking spot. And then you park your truck or vehicle beside your boat, which yeah. is kind of what I was planning on you doing, but you never showed up. And <laughs> That's what we did in our parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And especially when you get near big cities like Charlotte and and Belmont's trying to grow up right beside Charlotte, so the price of everything has gone out the roof. Uh, and you know it's yeah. it's crazy. It's well, crazy. 
I think everything, um, the way things are going right now, I think the price of everything has got astronomical in the last few months, and I don't see that changing for a while. But um, no. hey, what do you say we run through here and mention some of the people we got in chat right quick? I can see Uncle Josh and Stan and uh, Palmetto Cats, uh, Brad Cahill, Ernie Brown, PD, Mr. Gadget, Dave Garcher. Oh, Cindy's in there. Fishing with a squirrel. Thank you, my friend. That was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that you handed me down there at the tournament. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I was awestruck. I didn't even know what to say, Lyle. It just took my breath. Yeah, I, that was really cool. JP3, John Patrick Jr., Jason Lamb. There's Laura the Explorer. We got to meet her too down there. She came down to visit with us. What a nice lady. And I think she, yeah. I don't know that she caught any fish, but I believe she had a great time with everybody. Yep, Glenn's catfishing, muskrat, Mr. Gadget. Thank you for all your post up. SK's crappie catching adventures. Brad Beck's two stands. Twisted fishing. Hey Frank, you should have made this one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Creole. Two old vets. Hey Rob, how you doing? Uncle Lou, Lee Reed. We're about uh, to have two old vets down there too. Yeah, we need him down there. That would be great. There's P City Smitty in there. Um, I mentioned Kevin. PD was there. PD was there. Yep. There was a lot of people that I didn't know there, but there was a lot of people that I've known online right. for a long time, and it's not the same. Uh, for some reason, uh, Squirrel, he, I, I had him pictured completely different. You know what I, I did mean? Too. I did too. <laughs> I thought he'd be a lot older. He wasn't, he wasn't very old. He's kind of a he's like my kids, you know. He wasn't very old, but uh, man, he done a, he done a good deal on that thing he made for you and and um, Robbie thought a lot of him, and that goes a long way with me because Robbie's a pretty cool kid and um, and he wasn't yeah. nowhere near as big as I thought he was. No, no, a <laughs> <laughs> little bitty rascal, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to mention something before we get Chad telling us about how he found those fish, because I think everybody's kind of wanting to know how he found them. Um, I had the time of my life Saturday afternoon sitting there talking with David Martin and Jeff Anderson. Now, <laughs> when somebody tells you that Jeff Anderson's a big old boy, that might be an <laughs> understatement because he is a really big old boy. <laughs> and he is a great guy to sit around and visit with. Yeah. Keeps your sides ripping. And David was the same way. I, I had such a great time visiting with those two. And, and I never did find out what Jeff Anderson's lady's name was. Uh, but she was a lot of fun, too. And Robbie, yeah. Robbie's grandmother come down and sat with us. I'm not sure she understood how to take some of us. But what a fine lady, and, and she just she loves her grandson to death, and that's what makes a family fishing work. Yeah, David's on the water right now. Yeah, I've seen him catch, was catching some fish, but but those two was, was really cool. So, oh, I see uh, Betty Jean's in there. Mike Lewis, Tim Molina. And see, Mike. Betty Jean was just in South Carolina four or five days ago. She should have extended her vacation. She really missed it. Yeah. Yes, she and did. You know, That's a fact. And you know, Lyle, being able to put a face with a name means a whole lot. Well, it is. And being able to get you and I done and never yeah. met. Nope. You know. Me and Junior Proctor had never met. No, Junior's a swell guy. I really yeah. enjoyed the time I got to spend with Junior and and uh um Shoot, lost my train of thought. Kevin. Kevin's another one. You know, we I've done a lot of stuff over the last couple of years with Kevin and um, never met him, but you see him and you instantly know who he is. Uh, just like Junior Proctor. When he walked up there, I knew who he was. And uh, I, I couldn't wait to get my hand out there in his because he, he does so much good for our sport. And, and uh, it was such a pleasure to meet you guys and help. Chad and D. I'd never met Chad and D before, but yep. you know, it, it, was, it made the 
I drive that that distance, and believe me, it's a long haul. But I do it again <laughs> to meet everybody again. I mean, just well, I just would. There's Mike. Sam. I, I try not to complain about my drive just because I know how long yours was. <laughs> well, like I told you guys, we took off here, and it wasn't too bad. Um, we spent the first night at my nephew's house. Uh, it's always great to see him because I don't get to see him very often. And and uh, we stayed up late shooting the bull and got up the next morning and then drove on in. I don't know, James, what time do we get out there? One o'clock or something like that? Yeah, about, that's about around one, one thirty, something like and, that, uh, I think. That's when you tested me. Yeah. And then I, after the tournament, we went and ate and went back to the motel. And, and Cindy and I decided we were just going to get up when we got up. <laughs> and whenever we got up, we'd leave. Well, when she woke me up, it was 5.30 Missouri time, which means 6.30 your time. And she had already got most everything loaded before she woke me up. And uh, I crawled. Well, that's a good lady. Yeah. I crawled behind the wheel, that old Ford. And when we stopped last night at 8.30, we were sitting in Buffalo, Missouri. <laughs> oh, you let her eat then, didn't you? She haul off and let the big dog eat. That's right. There you we, go. We stopped and fed the dog and fed us a couple of times and got gas. And um, we, we just rolled on in. But it was a beautiful drive out there. The mountains are gorgeous. And uh, I, I would mention to the people of Kentucky, you need to call your people and tell them to get them roads fixed. They're awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. West Virginia. No, West Virginia. They're worse. You ain't drove through <laughs> South Carolina. Kentucky roads are like paved in gold compared to West Virginia. Sorry, JP3. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not lying, Lyle. I, I literally had to almost stop the, the boat and jeep. Like four or five times, I looked back, and my little boat—you've seen how little it was, you know—the yeah. old bass boat. The back end, the back two tires that was coming off the ground. Uh -huh. and I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm having to slow down and get it, let it settle down, and start. I start back up. <laughs> yeah. I got so tickled at the road sign say "Road Construction Ahead," and they wasn't even near the road. They was working on something, but it wasn't. Uh -huh. In Kentucky, those signs, they're, they're like national monuments. They've been here since 1922. I can imagine how much of a problem it is to repair the roads in the mountains, but they wasn't that bad. But some of them roads in Kentucky, man, they got big old chunks missing out of them. I'm not sure I didn't leave part of the tread off some of my tires in them. But it is what it is. Hey, where's somebody new? Want want to be outdoors? Welcome. Yeah, we got a couple people in here new. I seen what was that? Uh, polar bear. Hadn't seen that name before. I think uh, polar bear's been coming around. Want to be outdoors? If I'm not mistaken, is uh, Ohioan. Great. Yeah. That's great. Somebody I said hello to Dieter. I hope he's made it in here. There's yeah, Jason I just seen Lamb, him a minute Mike ago. Sampson, Mindy Hogan, yeah. Robbie Thompson. Um, we'll try to catch all of you again. There's Mark with catfish and crappie. Yeah. I'll bet uh, you, hey Chad, I'll bet your brother James is in there too. He's not saying anything. Probably. probably. He's the quiet he, one. He is. No, he's not. <laughs> he, he's pouting because you 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 came out and you know you spent two days with me. You only sat in the you know Walmart parking lot with him uh, <laughs> for a minute. And... That's because he's Walmart addicted. He is. Oh, I hate that place. I'll pay a hundred extra dollars to keep him going to that cotton picking place. Oh, I won't go. Before we get too far, there is also a fellow cat fisherman that is still in the hospital. Uh, he had a stroke, and that is Mr. Tracy Bingham from Lightning Bugs. I need to keep. He is. I talked to him today. Told him he is in our prayers and is in our thoughts at the tournament because I know he wanted to be there. He was at the very first one. Is actually him and his partner Ken called me the night before the first YouTube tournament and say, We are veterans. Can we come fish and how much? I said, It ain't costing you nothing. You're veterans. Get your tail down here. And they actually won second place the first That's year. Cool. That's so cool. he was in my thoughts there. He's actually a sponsor of the tournament. And uh, so really y'all nice. keep him in his prayers. Yep. He's going through rehab right now, learning to get things back to working like it should. It was a temporary paralysis type of stroke i think and uh so 
he should get over it, but it'll take him a little bit. So keep him in your prayers if you don't mind, everybody. Absolutely. And if you don't, yeah. if you don't mind yet, um, if you guys don't. Now there's one guy that he supported. He does have a small YouTube channel as well. He fell and uh, broke his back, Mr. Lee Evans. He, you know, he's he's oh. in there all the time watching this. So keep him in your thoughts. So yeah, I didn't know about that. I'm yeah, I seen that. I just seen that come up today. Yeah, uh, Lee Lee supports a lot of the channels and a lot of the shows and stuff. So please keep him in your thank you. Prayers. Thank you for saying that, Chad, because I just seen that a little while ago and I thought, man, that'd be, and I thought I had back problems. You know, Law, we, we, I know y'all probably, some of you got to talk to some of the veterans. We had one veteran to come down and get on a boat and I'll give a shout out to Jeff Sally, who was already set up on biting fish and reeled his stuff in to come back and pick this man up. It was one of the veterans. This man fought the whole war from start to finish in active fighting of the Korean War. And he come down and got on the boat and he caught some fish and they had a blast. So that was an honor to have him there. But the big honor guys, and most people didn't know we had the youngest congressional medal of honor recipient fish with us at the tournament. That, and it's this man, this man had, he had jumped on a grenade to save his platoon. And to, that man come up and hug my neck and thought, thank me. And I thought, who am I? Yeah. I'll never complain about nothing again in my life. Yeah. The honor of having that young man, it, it was just, it was all inspiring. I thought, I'll never complain about nothing again. This man can push through man. what he did to get back to being able to get on a boat and go fish and have fun with all of us. That's hey, amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, it so, really is amazing. So, and that's why we do. Honor. It's an honor just to have him show up. To yes, 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 yes. I mean, just like Bud. Bud's you a know, great guy. That He's man served guy. 27 years in the military, uh, you know, active duty in NOM. Uh, it's, it, yeah. That's why I do what I do, guys and gals. This tournament wasn't about me, Lyle, Cindy, and Chad. It was not about me. It was all about our yeah. veterans. And, so next year, let's all, all of our live shows, let's support this. Let's shout it out. Let's share it. Let's get it out to the world so all the veterans will know about this, so all can come and join in the festivities. Plan on making it a weekend thing, Lyle. That's right. It might not ever get as big as what y'all have out there at, uh, what's the name of that one, Fishing, Fishing for Freedom? Fun. But hot dang, I'm gonna make it as best I can get it around here for what I can do. I'll tell you the thing that that is is impressive, and and you've talked about this several times. It doesn't have to just be your tournament out there. Nope. Nope. If somebody nope. would pick that up in South Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, yep. Missouri, Illinois, Arkansas, and put on a tournament like that. Yes. For a veteran's home or another great cause to help our veterans out. Man, you could have one of these all. And it doesn't matter if you win it and you don't get any money. It, it don't matter. Look with a good $7,000 in yeah. one day at a fit catfish tournament just to give to those folks so they can start with their projects. Uh, that's amazing. Team keeping it real fishing. You got to be out of your freaking mind. You think I'm going to drive back and forth all the way to Kerr Lake just to set up a tournament? Now, if you want to go up there and set it up, I'll set it. I'll set and uh, do all the logistics from here. Uh, and when you get it all set up, I'll drive up and make the announcement and say, hey, I'm here. Let's get the party started. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. You know, it's I, I a celebration. Yeah, I, I spoke with James earlier today when I was at work. And I had a few minutes, and I was telling him, you know, I've done quite a few tournaments now, and uh, most of them aren't this big, um, but the camaraderie and the, and the just the pleasantries that was at this tournament was unreal. I agree. There wasn't people, you know, keeping things from each other. There wasn't keep people bickering or anything like that, treating anybody bad. Everything was just so positive. 
Uh, it, you know, obviously, everybody knew why we were we were there and why we were doing it. It wasn't about going in and winning money for first through whatever or anything like right. that. It was about a great cause. So it was just awesome. And kudos to you, James, seriously, for all you've done Absolutely. to get it together and yeah. what you pulled off this week. So thank That's you, both. Quite a feat. I, I thank you for that. It's quite uh, a feat. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to give another shout out a guy that 15 minutes into the tournament, he blew his motor. And I mean, not just a little blow. He throwed a rod through the side of the block. Mm, oh, wow. And uh, I feel bad because he had one fish. He caught one fish. And he came back and he was carrying it up to the scales and it was too early. And Richard was saying, tell him to go put it in his live well or cut it loose. And I did. He asked me, he said, anybody got a smaller fish? Well, somebody had caught a little bitty fish off the bank. And I said, yeah, there's one fish about this big somebody caught off the bank. I didn't know they throwed that fish back. <laughs> and he went down there and cut that fish loose. But because the way we figured the small fish, it was the smallest of the big fish. Big fish, yeah. Smallest of the big fish, he would have won the smallest fish trophy. Oh. But, you know, we didn't know. And Josh is Josh Davis of Running Lake Fishing. My friend, if you're in here listening, I do apologize for that. Uh, I will make it up to you, my friend. Uh, but, yeah, that motor's going to have to be replaced. That's too bad. It's hard to fix a motor with a hole in the side of it. And I see that Mark is passing out the uh, accolades and people's links to different things. Uh, we you, need Mark. to thank Hilljack Catfishing for yes. going live yes. and doing all the stuff yes. that he's done. Uh, I didn't get to visit with him near as much as I had wanted to, but he done a really good job and, and done some stuff uh, with some of us didn't have uh, phones and cameras and different things that work. And he took, it took that right in stride and, and made it happen. So yeah, uh, that was really that piece cool. of junk wouldn't work. <laughs> but you just ordered a new one, ain't you? Yeah, I got a new one on the way. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a five pound hammer. Yeah. Gonna... Damn, I'm sorry. Fishing with Robbie's in, in the chat. Yeah, there's Robbie. I talked to him today. I watched his video, Lyle, and I laughed, and I got just as I excited as that young man did. He was so excited, he was shaking. Uh, I thought, you know, that's just, that's amazing. That is memories. Yeah. That is stuff that will carry that young man a lifetime. I I, I have to hand it to, to uh, uh, Kevin for for taking his his boat and and putting that yes. young man on those fish, him and Squirrel and and uh, Robbie, I know had a blast. Yes. And I have a packet here. I visited with Robbie online a little bit today. You know, he got he caught him a ten, a twenty, and a thirty. So he got stickers in here. Oh, I hear you. That, and I got them all ready to go. They'll go out tomorrow. I have to take it to the post office. And while I was at it, I throwed a couple more in there. Maybe he'll like them too. But I had to send him some too because he actually got some of my bobbers. So now that I got my bobber stickers, I had to send him some stickers too. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's going to do with them, and I don't care because I know he'll do the right thing with them. He's such a great young man, and uh, we need more of them like that in our sport uh, because one of these days we're going to have to turn these shows over to them. I, I would be happy to turn what I do over to Robbie. I know he would do it the way I would want it done. Uh, there's no doubt about that. He's such a fine young man, and and um, he's the kind of guy that you want going uh, up in front of the conservation departments or the state yes. houses and fighting for regulations 20 or 30 years down the road when we're not able to do that stuff. He's the guy that we need doing. Him and Gabby. and some Yeah, Miss yeah, uh, Gabby doesn't put 20 and 30 sticker on the truck. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we want all them young kids to stay in and, and yep. take care of us when we're not able to fight for regulations and different things. And those are the guys that, that we'll be having doing it. Grayson Mel wants another one. And uh, hey, like I say, uh, what a well-behaved young man he is. Yep, and Team Wampus Cat, you got to meet him. That's my buddy Justin. And oh, yeah. uh, his son, his you know, his son played the national anthem down there, done an excellent job. And all- he'd go fishing with them some, him and Gavin. Gavin Gavin's more the outdoors, like his daddy stuff. But now, he done told him, y'all ain't going fishing without me. 
I'll be on the boat. If that boat leaves, I'm going. And they done told their daddy, uh, guess what? We ain't fishing the tournament with you next year. We fishing the tournament against you next year. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So that's more young people that's coming into the sport. That's great, and, man. And, you know, they got a benefit, Lob. And, yeah. and Chad, they got a benefit. They starting young at catching trophy fish. Yeah. Yeah. So the time they get our age, Lord have mercy. They gonna be a lot of world records broke. Yeah. So Chad. Yeah. Yes. How did you find those fish you caught? Was there poles in the water and they were there? No, no, no. <laughs> we, found them before that. we went to World of Pets. Picked you them went? up. You went to where? We went to World of Pets. It's a pet shop around here. I'm we guessing them down that with probably us. is not the case. <laughs> uh, we, we we took the girls out. Uh, we had my daughter and her best friend was with us, and we took them out doing some pan fishing on Friday while we were down there, which didn't pan out very well. I was kind of worried. The way, you know, I was like, this ain't going very well. Uh, hope tomorrow's better. But while we were out, I was kind of scoping everywhere we went. And uh, we didn't go, but maybe, what is that where I was telling you, maybe a mile from the boat ramp? Where that little I'll be, uh, probably about a half a mile. It ain't really that yeah. far. Um, but we just went down there and was and looking around, and I marked some good marks down through there. Um, and then we we went back up pan fishing again, and another big channel up there or side side creek or whatever. And I knew my boat because I you know it's maybe gets up to about ten miles an hour on a good day, so I knew I wasn't going far. So I started thinking, you know, what's the weather doing and that kind of stuff. And I started looking at those charts and stuff like that while I was out there. And I said, I knew I marked fish there. So when we went back down there, I started looking right at that ledge where it transitioned up into that flat around that island. And sure enough, we started marking fish after fish. And I got down there and just said, this is where we're going to do. This is the depth we're going to start at and we'll see what happens. And it was the very first fish we caught was the one, the biggest fish we weighed in. Good deal. It wasn't 15 minutes after we threw the baits in. So, now, Dee, was that your largest blue ever? Yes. That was my new PB. But Pretty now, fast. wait a minute. That's not the whole story. Nope. Mm, no. You also caught your personal best flathead. Very first ever caught flathead. And caught his personal best flathead. I did. Yeah. That's a pretty that's, good day. If you did three PBs on one boat, Lyle. If you didn't even place in the tournament, that would have been a pretty good day. Yeah. Good day, good that's ride. actually what I told Chad. I was like, you know, it doesn't matter if we place or not. This has been an awesome day. Heck yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, um, you know, when, when you catch two nice flathead like that and you don't get to bring either of them to the scale, you're like, <laughs> that's a good day. <laughs> but see, that's the way it is around here with fishing tournaments. If if you're fishing tournaments, flatheads rarely do you any good around here. They they just rarely do. And I tell people that and they don't oh, no, flatheads win a lot of tournaments. Not, not around here. Uh, yeah. Most it's of blue. them, once in a while, you'll see some brought to the scales, but the blues are so much bigger yeah. in the central part of the United States that um, – that's what wins tournaments. That's what people fish for. Uh, I'll say around here, 90, 90% of the fish weighed in are blue cat. Yeah. And normally around here, too. But Wiley is becoming a daggum. Oops. Uh, <laughs> I have yeah. a message here on in chat from Robbie. And he says, where do Chad and them usually fish? Okay. So... I'm, I'm, uh, well, we, sorry, uh, are just south of Cincinnati. Uh, we're in northern Kentucky. So we're about 20 minutes south of Cincinnati. We fish the Ohio River mainly, uh, as we don't, we don't have a lot of big lakes around here. We have a lot of small lakes unless we go up into Ohio. Um, you know, the wrong side of the river. The wrong side yeah, of the river. There. Uh, we have to travel two and a half to three hours to any big lake in Kentucky. So we mainly fish the Ohio River. Uh, just to let you know, Benji mentioned your brother uh, Dockery a while ago. 
He left you a little message in chat. Oh, I'm using my phone. I can't see it till later. You know what it is. Yeah, I bet I do. <laughs> and then Mark left a message wondering if D would say hello to him. In if on the I will say hello to Doc Lang. No, Mark. Oh, Mark. Who's Mark? Mark. Mark. <laughs> oh. No, actually. Well, Carpy. I will tell you a story. It's kind of funny. We uh, were uh, on the boat and Mark and us talked for a few minutes and then about, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. He called to see if we were going to go live anymore before the end of the tournament and asked how things were going. And uh, Probably like 10 minutes after we hung up is when I caught my flathead. That's awesome. So he's the good yeah. luck. Like, so he Mark, got the credit. That's awesome. Mark, they heard your voice and came running. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed the more. rest of the story about the flathead down. So I'd already reeled into three other big fish and I was kind of beat. So I'm reeling and reeling and I'm not feeling any head shakes, not feeling well, any movement. Let, let me start this out because I, she she pulls out this the last shad that we had, and I cut the head off this thing. I mean, and the head was just the headpiece was bigger than my fist. Wow! And I'm like, this is going long rod, and I just launched that bad boy out, and I let it, you know, go for about probably 100, 100 150 yards behind a boat. Now you can proceed because I'm like, and I told her I was like, you know, that rod goes, it's gonna be a good fish. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm reeling and reeling. I'm like, I I don't think I can do this, and it's probably just a log. I feel nothing, and so I handed it to him. He reels like two or three cranks, and he's like, "You might want to give this another try." Alyssa, turn the camera on. So, That's awesome. Yeah, Chad's a good guy and let me catch the big flathead. <laughs> well, it, it was a great fish. Yeah. And I knew you got that time. I, I want to thank Mark. We have the, the membership thing up on our on uh, on our YouTube channel now where you can join and be a member of Catfish Weekly's team. Um and, and Catfish and Crappie is now a level one member. Thank you so much, Mark. We appreciate that. It helps us do a lot more things that we may or may not have been able uh to do with with what we have in mind and in store for the future of things going on. Um I would like to let everybody know that I got another message from Mr. Dockery. I can't repeat it word for word. <laughs> But it's snowing at his house. And this uh, is the ninth of April. Um, I have to say, as much as I think of old James, if there's anybody in the world that deserves snow, it's James Dockery. <laughs> not any, not me, you know. I don't know. Uh, I want to give a shout out. Mr. Hill Jack Catfishing is in the house. He just got in. Buddy, I want to thank you for your videos and your pictures and stuff that you've done there and your live part of it. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because my phone wouldn't do it, so I appreciate everything you've done, my friend. And he actually donated a couple of nice shirts, too, Lyle. Yeah, yeah. So him and his wife was real nice. Uh, I enjoyed meeting and talking with them. Oh, so. yeah. We we just, all around, it was, it was just a lot of fun. Two stands, thank you. Uh, another thing that, that I'll mention, um, for the little guy that I am, I'm, I'm pretty small compared to some of the people that was out there. I don't know. You were taller than Chad. I was. We have a picture that proves it. I can show him how to eat, can't I, Chad? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, he was making some of them one-tonners blush. <laughs> <laughs> I saved up. See, I didn't eat nothing for two or three days. I want to be able to keep up. <laughs> Well, we had a blast with them guys, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And um, Ernie and, and Chrissy was wonderful people to be out there with, too. Um, I visit with Ernie quite a little bit online, not uh, over amount, but quite a little bit. And um, 
it was really good to meet them up close and personal and, and be able to visit with them because they are great folks. Uh, we're so happy to have people like that in the sport of catfishing. It's just, um, I, I can't say enough about everybody that was out there. It was just really good. I was sure hoping they would have got on some fish sitting there on the banks. Uh, Me too. They wasn't able to get to some of the better locations on the bank, but hey, as fishing and they give it a try, I'll give it to them. They was putting the lines in the water all around that area. It's just the fish. That cold spell, Lyle, it kind of pushed them out into deeper water. Yep, normally, that happens. Yeah, normally in this, and that water's right there, that shallow flatness is a muscle bed right out in front of where they was at. Yep. So normally they would have put fish on the bank right there. but There's something else I got to I gotta say. Um, that boat ramp, in Missouri, most all the boat ramps have restrooms. You guys didn't have one out there. Those cause the daggum crackheads keep burning them down. Well, I understand. I understand that. And that's okay, that. But you did bring the ladies a, a, a tent-like thing and a, and a place where they could take care of business. I asked David Martin and Jeff Anderson, I said, where you guys taking care of business at? And they said, I just walked down there behind the trees and be all right. I said, nobody going to bother you down there. So I traipsed down a little ways, kind of out of sight from everybody, and got around behind a tree. And I look up, and here comes a young man with a fishing pole coming right down where I was at. Mm -hmm. So I turned around, and there's a woman carrying a fish down through there. And I thought, <laughs> what the hell is going on? I, I finally kind of got by myself a little bit, and I was taking care of everything, and I looked down, I felt something on my leg, and James had told us about some kind of briar that was out there. Tall briar. And I was in the middle of them, both feet. <laughs> you're committed. you got to finish what you're doing. Yeah. And I had blood running out of my legs. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I said something about a saw bar. And I said, what? What? I know what it's it is. Bar. Yeah, you know what it is now? It'll saw you up, won't it? Oh, man. Yeah. That thing, it chewed me up. I, my leg looked like a piece of hamburger. What did you learn? <laughs> Don't go down there. When Jeff Anderson tells you to sleep behind the tree, Tell well, him I, I, to sell Dockery. Go somewhere else. <laughs> tell him as big nasty is. They probably didn't even come, you know, cut the heel on his foot. As big as Jeff is, I'm guessing that briar bush took off when he walked down through there. <laughs> the big foot. Oh, man, he's a hoot. We had a really good time with them guys. He was yeah. awesome. So many awesome people down there. Oh, and Keith, I got to meet fishmen stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? So sweet. There's not a better person in, in oh, yeah. that was down there than, than Keith. Um, he's, a he, he's such a fun guy to be around, and and he laughs and carries on, and you talk to him, and the next thing you know, you're off on a different subject. But um, Keith's a real deal. Yeah. Uh, he really is. Yeah, he was talking about how many times a day at a tournament, he hears people come up to him and say, Tug Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be right back. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I hear those a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm really uh, surprised that they didn't come. I didn't see them on the list, did, was he? No. I'm really surprised they didn't come in with fish. He well, might you know, beat us all and want to make me feel bad. And that's okay, you know. Yeah. Well, I was you telling Todd, hopefully next year we'll be able to bring the big boat and have it all set up, and we'll have a veteran on the boat with us. Sometimes, um, if catching the fish ain't the whole picture. There you go. And that yeah. was kind of the way it was with me. Uh, we planned on coming out and fishing that, and uh, – Cindy and I talked about it. We thought that you probably could use our assistance on the bank a lot more than, than we would do good in the boat. Um, and as it turned out, I wouldn't change a thing because we had such a great time, you know, and I know that Chad and D had a great time fishing, but I also know they had a great time when we was eating dinner and in the parking lot of the tournament. And uh, it was, it was just a good time. Uh, I, I don't know how you could uh, make it any better 
than what it was. And like I say, my afternoon with David and, and Jeff was top notch. And um, it's all I, it's always a pleasure to talk to Peter. Him and I um, had talked about getting together and doing some talking about some extensive stuff that, that we both feel near and dear to our hearts. And that didn't happen, but maybe next time, you know, um, it's just, um, uh, that's that's about as the uh, that's the most feel good tournament that I've been around in a long time. Yes, and, that's, uh, that's, that's you know the even if they wasn't even a one fish caught, I think, and it was like the first tournament, Lyle. There was a lot of boats that did not catch a fish. It was yeah. cold. It was raining, spitting snow and sleet. And they'd tell you they wanted another one the next week because they finally, all these people had never met. Yeah. And yeah. they come together the first time. And that just, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what to say about it. It was good. It, it felt good. It did. Yeah. It just felt I, good. I got to tell you, I don't know what you have planned for Wednesday night. I know you got a big show planned and it will be a lot of fun. But yep. I do know. And I, it flew by here, and I just got bits and pieces of it. That there's something went on with Kevin and a sandbar. I just <laughs> got bits and pieces of the of what happened. So uh, he needs to explain that somehow, so we all can get the drift of it. You talking uh, about Palmetto? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard. If he went up and in I the South Fork. The South Fork back there has changed. The what used to be the channel up through there, when they dropped the lake, that it really exposed how much that sandbar had moved to where the river channel is. That's what which wasn't really much of a river channel anyway. And uh Dieter last week had done pulled two boats out of it in two days. Wow. Hey, and, uh, here's something right here from a guy that fishes tournaments. Junior Proctor has made it into chat. He says the best tournament he ever fished. Thank you. Wow. That is, that's a big statement right there. Yep. He puts on some great tournaments too. Yes, he does. There's Mr. Freddie Beck, the the vet, my butt, my gold mining buddy and veteran. He retired from 20 years in the Navy. And, uh, I was able to put him on the boat with, uh, Junior and they actually don't live far from each other, Lyle. And they so there's another ball. good friendship that's got started up that will yep. be a lifetime of friendship. They they had a blast. Junior enjoyed him, and I think that he enjoyed Junior and yeah, oh, yeah. let him catch a bunch of fish. Man, who don't want to get on a boat with a complete stranger? The guy said, "Here, you can reel all fish in." <laughs> <laughs> Cindy and I have done that. A lot of people. It's hard to do. Uh, it wasn't ever hard for us to do because we wanted to let them guys have the time of their life. And mm -hmm. that's what Junior done with that gentleman. Yeah. He let him have the time of his life. So, uh, yeah, that that was awesome. And uh, like I say, uh, Laura, it was fun meeting her and visiting with her a little bit. Didn't get to talk to her as much. But we did eat dinner with her and, uh, and the one-ton guys. And uh, uh, that, was, that was awesome. And went down on the bank while a bunch of us fishing and, and visited with them a little bit. But, you know, I wasn't used to getting up so quite so early, so I went back to a nap. Just you took enough for me because I was needing one, boy. <laughs> I think she was napping about the same time you were, Love. Is that right, on the boat yeah. with the two girls and Chad? How did you do that? I had three of them all sleeping on the boat. <laughs> and, you, you know, that was like the whole time that – not a single bite happened. They were but waiting for me to make that. to catch the fish. <laughs> That's <laughs> mad. Uh, oh, man. Holy crap. It, it, this uh, was a great time. I, yeah, you know, Chandy, uh, I, I feel that you're planning on going back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we definitely we will definitely be back. Matthew Anthony, you're mine. <laughs> no. It's hard to be locals. Well, you beat a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, it, it worked out. We had a great day. Yeah. But even though we, we did have all the PBs and we caught great fish, 
like you were saying, James, there's so much more to it than than all that. You know, it, it was a great experience, hands down, all together, just amazing. So, um, and Palmetto, just you know that one that I just did a short of that was the 40 pound blue cat that uh, we caught right right at the beginning of the tournament. That you that you didn't believe me when I came in your chat and said we got we got some big ones. <laughs> I'll tell you what you should do, James, because I know this is a big number. If you could find out how many personal best fish was caught yeah. Saturday, yeah. I'll bet the number would surprise you. Yeah. So everybody in here, listen to what Lyle's saying. Message yeah. me if you caught y'all's personal best during the tournament. I would really love to hear that, and that'll be something that I'll I'll put out Wednesday night. Yeah. I think you'll be surprised. I heard that was quite a few. I know Amy Joe. Amy uh, Joe caught one, yeah. 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 And it was always great. I know Kevin had some boat issues too, but it was really good to see him. And and kudos to the guys that helped him work on his boat trying to get it ready to go. Yes. You know, uh, that's way cool. Everybody trying. It is a feel-good deal. It really is. Yep. All around. uh, All around. It was. It was, I don't know, just a camaraderie. Uh, I love Chrissy Brown's comment right there. Uh, Does personal best experience count? Absolutely. (laughs) I'll take that too. I'd have to say yes. Uh, Uncle Lou's and Palmetto Squirrel was awesome. See you guys on the boat with Robbie. We have to give a little shout out. Uncle Lou, your planer boards kick butt. <laughs> well, I'm sure Lee appreciates that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Freddie got his personal best. Uh, I know that. Um, I know that uh, Lee works really hard at, at putting boards together, and and he's trying to to do some new stuff in the tackle industry. And we wish him the very best. But. I've known Lee for several years, and uh, he's a top-notch guy. And if he tells you something, you can take it to the bank, baby, because it's the gospel or it's never been spoken. And uh, that's just the way Lee Reed is. Yep. I know just a little bit. I know him from chat. He's a really nice guy. Well, if you ever meet him in person, you'll see how really, really nice he is. He's a lot like a lot of the people that you met over the weekend. Yeah. He's just a super nice guy. It, it was really cool to see how genuine everybody is on YouTube because there was very little difference with when that's you right. met them. That, that's exactly yeah. right. That's why they're so successful. That's why people are successful. If you try to be yeah. something you're not, you won't never make it. But if yep. you just be yourself and if people accept you for what you are, you'll do great. And, I I do, was- you know, that's what – that's what we got with nearly everybody yeah. out there. I mean, yeah. everybody was as nice, if not nicer. And it, you know, I told you like one of my favorites that I met down there, and we sat and talked for probably a half hours. At, uh, Mr. Kevin Baker, nuts and bolts. Oh he, yeah, he he was yeah. such a Great nice guy. guy. Ended up winning yes. the rod I brought out there. And, yes, and a, a guy I would, you know, I would have cared who won it, but I'm glad that he did because. Uh, such a such a nice guy and yeah. uh, willing to help anybody and everybody. Uh, you know, I know that Mark with Catfish and Crappie is getting ready to go live here in just a few yeah. minutes, and we don't want to run over too long on him. But them guys that work for three days or more trying to catch bait for everybody that was out there that had never been there before, didn't know if they was going to get bait or not. Some of them didn't even know if they was going to have bait or not. And Richard and Junior, uh, Warscow, and how many Jamie K. Jamie, Jamie K. K. They were tirelessly trying to make sure that everybody had what they needed. And okay. there's you just don't see that at anything like yeah. that. Oh, Jamie threw a net. That is two and a half pound per foot taped net to try to get them shad deep for probably <laughs> 10 hours. Oh, there's no now, that's a man Not at all. No way. Now, I would hate for that man to grab me and squeeze me. 
I look like a pimple. If he, if he could throw the net like any net for 10 hours, yeah, I don't want no part of it. Yeah. And I mean, Richard, you know, Richard and, you know, and Jamie's, he's got a helper that actually just went in there. And I was so worried that I put him in a bind because he was wanting to have people there because the initial list was 16 people that contacted me. But then that list grew a lot after the next two or three days. And I really should have cut it off at Wednesday, but it put Jamie in a little bit of a bind, but Jamie stepped up, he supplied the bait and I, I would have felt bad because he was selling so much bait at that time because he had another tournament going on yeah. Saturday night yeah. that he had to supply to. I, I can't. We didn't We didn't fish. We didn't need any bait. But I can't thank them guys enough for what they've done. And I know, I know. Junior and Richard Warscow told me, uh, Junior said that he just absolutely threw that tirelessly. And uh, it, it takes some committed people to work that hard for others, for nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody that was involved with helping you and Richard with the weigh-in and everything was phenomenal. The ladies, you know, helping at, at the raffles and, and help, yep. you know, Cindy helping keep the weights and all that. It was yeah, that was an awesome effort by everybody. Yeah, Miss Thorne, she helped out a lot. But I'm going to tell you what, Richard, guys, you can learn from Cindy. Miss Cindy Stokes, buddy, she can run a diagram. She can run yeah. them books. With Hands down, I, she's got it. And when and she tells you that behind her and talk, when she tells you that there, this is the end and it's right, you can take it to the bank because it is never going to be off. Uh, no. She's done a lot of them. I watched her sit and count thousands of dollars in the boat while we was fishing to make sure pay payout was done and in envelopes before we ever went back at the end of the day and, and they was always right. So yeah. Um, it, it was really something. Um, but junior or, uh, Richard Warscow, I hope I'm saying that name right. Yeah. He has agreed to come on catfish weekly and do a show with us. And, uh, him and I talked about some of the do's and don'ts that we feel is important in tournament catfishing. And we're going to touch on some of that when I get him on here. I think yep. it'll make a great show. He is a very intelligent man, done a bang-up job doing that weigh-in, and he knows a lot about tournament fishing. I think it'll make for a great show. Whether you're a tournament angler or not, you can learn from a guy like this. And let's and face he, it, that's why we do what we do. He goes out of his way to help anybody. You know, KB, when they come up the first time, he Kevin had actually borrowed a boat to come up. Well, apparently they had done suck trash up into the motor and oh. it was started running hot and running hot. And he worked tirelessly. He basically tore the system apart and got all the lines blew out and got them back running. But he had never met or even talked to those guys on the phone. Not one iota before that happened. Right. And he dropped what he was doing to come out there to make sure that they got their boat back running. Yep. And it's, uh, that's the people. That's the that's the small circle of friends that I have. As well, I know, I got to tell you, they call and say, "James, I need your help," or if I call, say, "Richard, go. I need your help." We there. I, I have to tell you that that I am impressed by the people that live in your neck of the woods, your lake, your fishery. Um, I would be proud to go back out there and see those folks anytime, and and I hope that the little time that I was out there, that, that they would do the same for me because, man, I am so impressed with the whole group out there, uh, and we'll be back. But probably not without a boat. And that was that was kind of tough. And I sat there. And, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed myself. Don't get me wrong, but I like the fish. Yeah, yeah, and that was a good fishery. Yes, uh, it is. There was some well, great fish brought in. Listen, next guys. Year, if, we got the, if we got the big boat next year, Lyle? Yeah. You're more than welcome to be on our boat with us because we will need a net man. I'm, is is there a some, bed under the bottom of that? Is there a bed <laughs> under the bottom of it? Place for me to lay down, take a nap. We'll bring a cushion. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, we got yeah the live well up there's got a yeah. cushion on it. There you go. He's, small, he's tiny. I gotta have a nap sometime during the day. That's just all. The best nap thing is to bring, especially for kids, is them little blow up brass. 
Yeah. They can't roll out in the middle of the floor. It keeps them cuddled up, and it's got a little air bottom on it. I used to carry one for my daughter everywhere I went. My kids used to sleep on decoy bags. I've got decoy. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> you know, if you, if, if you got a will, you'll find a way. Yeah. Well, thank everybody for watching Catfish Weekly tonight. D and Chad, thank you for short notice jumping in here. Thank you. Please keep everybody that we talked about that has – uh, illnesses and sicknesses in your thoughts and prayers. Yes. And uh, we'll get Junior Proctor back on here at another time when he gets things lined out and he knows that, that his family member is okay. We'll get that taken care of and get him on here. And he he can tell us then if them red, white, and blue planer boards are going to be available or James is going to have the market cornered on there. <laughs> And but, yeah, I want to thank was, each and every one of you that come out here to help support it. Cause a lot of you like Lyle and Chad and D and Justin fishing fetish. And a lot of them traveled a lot of hours Ernie and, and Ernie. And you know, it meant so much to me. And I know it did the veterans that y'all took time out of your lives to come out here to support this great cause. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and God bless each and every one of you. There's not a there's not a better cause in the world that I would donate money or time to than a United States veteran. And Mr. Gaddis is putting up the link for everybody to check out. Thank you, Mr. Gadget. He's done it through the whole show. Thank you. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, be sure to tune in to Mark Catfish and Crappie. He's getting ready to go live with uh, Chris Souders. Going to be a great show. So you might want to tune in and watch it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next Monday night on Catfish Weekly. Good night.